All righty, we're back for another Night Shift Football Podcast Red Edition. This week, MacArthur 2, Adelaide nil on the back of a disappointing result last week, albeit a good point away. Uh, this one's pretty frustrating. I'm joined by Tommy once again. Uh, did you catch any of this, man, or are you busy, or what have you got for us? Uh, yeah, the Sunday game's not great for me. I work every Sunday. Um, and then... I just all I received throughout the game was like a flood of messages. We suck. We're shit. This is terrible. <laughs> Blackwood for fuck's sake. Not from me. Thomas, no, not from you. Thomas, <laughs> you're a liar. You said Adelaide we're gonna finish second. What the hell is going on? Um, we're just we're starting slow. That's all. We're, we're just starting, starting slow. slow. Yeah. I don't want to be chucking I've seen oh boy, we thought Ooh. there were tantrums around last week after the nil all draw, uh the one all draw with Wellington. Uh, some of the tantrums from this week after a 2-0 loss, I tell you, I'm, I'm not ready to hit that point yet. I, I'm not actually surprised when I see Adelaide play like this because I know that we have we have these sort of games in us where oh, we do, we do, where we look deplorable. And many of those games where we have looked deplorable have been away against MacArthur as well they the have. last few seasons. This, so, it's, a, it's a bogey trip for us, definitely. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not super surprised to see it, and I think I also have faith that we have much more in our locker than what we have shown in the first two games. So not ready to have a dummy spit, but it was a little bit disheartening to sit through this one. Mm, it's just you when you're not seeing any market progress yet. Um, the include, I guess it's just the inability to keep a stable squad. There was three changes from the game on the weekend, uh, last weekend, sorry, and you know Goodwin coming back in, huge inclusion, obviously. Yep. Even if he's not ready uh, completely, like his delivery is just, in, it's just insane. Yeah. His ability to pick a pass still when we can release him in behind is second to none in this league. Uh, but it was, it was the two omissions that really killed us. I think in Popovich um, it's crazy how important this kid is um, to the back four, especially when you've got to bring in like wall and bar would be, the combination of centre back that I would least want to play throughout the season. You think so? Yeah, I'm ready to see more Wallen. Look, I don't, don't get me wrong. I am too. I like Ben Wallen, but like of the combinations, that would be the one that I'm least psyched to see, or the one that I feel most comfortable, um, especially being his first game, and you're coming up against uh, Daniel Alzani, who had a good game and is a good player and is, is trying to play is trying to fit himself into this World Cup squad. So he's got extra impetus to play well. Um, and their, their striker, who looks a dead ringer for uh, Harland. Lucky Rose. <laughs> yeah, Lucky Rose, just managing, yeah. to, managing to bundle one in. Um, but he had a good game too. Like I don't mind Lucky a, Rose. I think he's good. Yeah, he's another big mobile forward. Um, looks to have a little bit of ability. So, yeah, we, we played a good team. And MacArthur are a good football team. The 11 guys on the pitch. Yeah, I've got them. I've got them hitting the top four this year. The, MacArthur is, is it the Dwight York factor? Maybe a little bit. They've also just got some good players, like you said, Azani. They have got Daniel De Silva in there. Uh, Al Hassan Torres, I think, is going to come along. Lockie Rose, Davila. You know, they they got some players. Mm. Yeah, depending how bad uh, Davila. Craig Noon. Yeah, Craig Noon. Yeah, he had a good season for City. Uh, depending how bad Davila's injury is, you could see Alisson actually start more regularly now, which would be cool. You'd think a good month because of the 
uh, well, it was like a hamstring or something. So mm, a good it, month, you'd think. Um, it looks severe, but the, it was the other omission, uh, Zach Clough. Hmm. That really, I think that hurts in 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 more ways that are relevant now, but will be relevant throughout the season. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how much it hurt because we're still we're still waiting to see from this guy, aren't we? So, um, and we can't really add any more to it if we don't see him play this week. So, um, he was out with a niggle. I, I guess our issue. What, is, what what a stupid description of an injury, <laughs> a niggle. And like what? What exactly is wrong? It's, it could that, that could be anything. <laughs> it's a something that could potentially get worse if you do play. I guess. So uh, what yeah. he's stubbed his toe or something. Oh, who knows? Um, but it's still this frustration. We've been saying it for years now. Is getting a good number ten in. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. Um, Karuska is the last one, right? Last good one. The last decent one, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think like Mork did it, but ideally not his role. Right, Riley? Riley did it, but again, maybe not his role either. Yeah. So, Those two are definitely not cut from the Flores Karuska cloth. Riley maybe more so. And he's probably, Riley probably good enough to do it. But yeah, we're just, we're screaming out for a 10 at the moment. It looks like we're trying to use Dorigo a bit more and turn him into more of the box-to-box midfielder that we kind of need. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's in his game. I think he's been playing better. He's been definitely doing that sort of role a bit more in preseason and in the two games I've seen so far. Um, I don't know. We're just, if we're not firing, it really hurts when we have guys like, uh, guys like Blackwood, guys like Barr, yeah. Uh, you know, not really playing well. Halloran can become a passenger in these sort of games as well. I don't know. It's it's It was tough to watch. It's frustrating. Those kind of guys, Blackwood and Barr, are the, yeah, they're not game breakers, are they? They're the ones who will give like 90% performance when everyone else is giving 100%. And yeah. That, yeah, that's what you kind of need. In, in saying that, like that chance that Blackwood hit straight at the goalkeeper, the one that yeah, the one that Craig puts on a, a absolute plate like a, a proper uh, it was a buffet. He put on a fucking Charlie's Diners buffet for this guy <laughs> to just gobble everything up that he wants, <laughs> put it in the fucking net. My God, uh, def- why do I defend this guy? <laughs> I know I always do it too, and people tee off about him, and I stick up for him all the time, but he just. He's an infuriating player because he'll have like a month where he turns it on and he bangs goals in, mm. but then we'll get a lot of nothing out of him. Most of the time, I do really like his work rate, but in that area of the park, I'm screaming for a bit more than just work rate. Yeah, we need some goals. We definitely need a return um, in front of goal from him. But there was that's he's a bit of an enigma because there was that play in the second half where he does this really nice 180 like a yep. pirouette to beat the defender and then he, he slides in a beautiful ball it was he like really well defended uh, but otherwise Ibu's got a tap in at the back post so that's the kind of number 10 shit that I want to see from him and if we're yep. going to put him in that role or like a false second striker or whatever that's great to see but yeah he's got to, he has to score that <laughs> Yeah. Um, do we want to talk at all about the two goals, the MacArthur goals, and then we can talk about Adelaide's yep. three that hit the net. Um, Daniel Arzani, we just said earlier, up and about, he's obviously pushing for a spot in the squad and 
Dwight York gave him a G up last week saying from what he saw, he was not up to it. Yeah. And then this week he goes out call. and he um he scores one and then he puts one on the plate for Lockie Rose. So did mm. the business. I mean, that's maybe signs of an astute manager, Dwight York, or it kind of, kind of shows the respect in the dressing room he's already got. Yeah. He he ripped Lopez a new one a couple oh, of times. Oh, for the second one. Definitely, Definitely for, for the, the second, second goal, goal yeah. Ooh. And you don't see Lopez like pants like that often. No. Um, on the deck. Through, oh, it was kind of sad to see. Um, a tear to the eye. Yeah, a bit uncharacteristic. <laughs> Just like Izzy's misplaced pass that set up the first one. Yeah, that was my next, what I was going to say. Yeah, Izzy pretty sloppy in there, losing the ball like that. We don't have our, our midfield is just not sorted right now. Yeah, it's it kind of makes me nervous because I want to see more Louis Dorigo. Um, but this kind of these kind of performances and the disjointedness that it looks like, you could just see Viet reverting to one day when he's hundred percent. It's almost like we want we want the one day. I know. We want the pivot back. Oh, we complained no. about so much last year. Yeah, it's the absolute last thing that I want. But I just it feels so safe. And who are we playing next week? Is it Sydney? Uh, I think we may be playing a decent. God. I think we might be playing a decent side away again. And I could just yeah, I could see, Sydney, Sydney I, away. I could just see one day playing again. Um, but the, yeah, the Izzy mistake. Is this a problem? One day playing again? What? Sorry. Who do you mean? Oh, I was going to say, I could just see one day coming in for the. Oh, coming in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, coming in for the Sydney game. Um, but there is AS mistake. Um, do you think this is a kind of sign of decline or just un, you know, nah, just a mistake? I hate, hate calling out one pass as a sign of declining. I thought mm. last year he had patches where it was like patches where he was really good, patches where he was uh looked like he maybe was declining, but then he would prove us wrong. I've still got a lot more, I'm a bit more optimistic about Isaias than others, some others are. Uh, but at this point, I don't know if we can afford to lose that experience in there um, unless you replace him directly with with one day and give one day a go there. Yeah, that's true. And then keep Louis in there. Yeah, I don't mind that. Maybe that is the way forward. Just rotate them. Like, give them give them a rest. <laughs> yeah. these, are, these are elderly gentlemen. Yeah. So his, uh, his sloppy pass, they counter us pretty quickly from there from halfway. Bang, bang. Ends up with Arzani, slots it really nicely. Super tidy. Yeah. I watched, Um, I had, I saw an angle, I think on the weekend when I watched it live, I was like a bit annoyed. At, thought maybe Barr could have got tighter to him, but I watched it again and he's, there's not really a lot he can do there. He's, he doesn't want to dive in on him, obviously, and get beaten. So um, it's yeah. just well tucked away. It's a good finish. No, it's a good goal. Opens it up. It doesn't require much space either. It just nestles it beautifully in the bottom corner. I thought both of the goals, the centre backs couldn't have done too much more. Um, you no. could, yeah. I don't, I don't really want to talk shit on Warland, but I thought they were okay actually. Um, but for, yeah, for the most part, it's just another. I don't want to say insipid, but it's like uninspired. There's just yeah flashes of energy, but it's not like a cohesive. 20 minute, 30 minutes where we, we we did against Wellington where we were on top and we should have been scoring goals then. Couldn't really find that momentum and the foot in the game, this one. Well, Carl talked about um, a lack of ruthlessness this week. Um, like, I don't know, we, we definitely had our fair share of the game. 
yeah, but more corners and stuff again. You know, we we weren't horrendous, but yeah, it does look it looks a bit. There's just something missing. There's a bit of fire missing, and yeah, like the ruthlessness isn't there. Um, we did put the ball in the net three times though. <laughs> we did, funnily enough. Um, we're finding all sorts of ways to get them ruled out at the moment. Well, the first one I'm a bit annoyed at. Really, I'm a bit annoyed at Bar with, to be honest, because I hate when players are offside from set pieces like that. There's literally no need. Yeah, There's, don't break the line, man. It's it's poor. Um, you know, he's done the right thing to get like knock it back across and then let let the big guys jump at it, and Ibu gets in there and gets his head on it. But you can't be offside from a set piece like that. That's frustrating. And then. Uh, the third one is no one's really done anything wrong there. It's just fallen to Benny in an offside position. Yeah. But the middle one, the, the disallowed one for the foul, I'm I'm a bit... bit dirty. I'm a bit dirty, yeah. It's contentious, like to say the least. Um, it's a downright wrong decision, to say the most. It just looks like really good strikers play. Yeah, it's... An- it's, it's like a consequence of how good the ball is from Goodwin as well, in that it doesn't give the defender a chance just by the nature of how big Ibasuki is and how the ball, it, you know, the, uh, the trajectory of it, how it swings out away from the defender. He, he can't attack it by moving forward and he can't, uh, like, get the elevation that he needs jumping backwards in competition with Ibasuki, who is perfectly positioned. Yeah. He's, he's been, yeah, it's been criminalized been, because been of how positioned. good it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it was a perfect cross to the guy in the right spot. So I don't know why it's been punished. Um, very frustrating. I think it's one of those, like we were talking about it on our, on our weekly, just normal night shift pod episode 82, check that out. Um, we we're talking about like just the, the frustration I have at the moment where, you know, we don't want the game to be so rough and physical that guys are going in and hip and shouldering like AFL and like breaking legs and stuff. But there's got to be room for a little bit more physicality in the game. Mm. And I feel like referees are just, they just blow the whistle for any sort of contact at these days. And it's just so infuriating to watch and it's contributing to how slow football is. And oh, that game, if we're ruling that out, who is who's ever going to score a competitive header again? That's it. We might as well rule the header out now. No slide tackling, no header. Unless it's, unless it's a free header. Yeah, that's it. No competitive headers. It's just Because then we were watching it and I was watching Under it. eights for everyone. We were watching it with a group of guys at the soccer club and literally 30 seconds later, the ball went long to Ibasuki and the defender puts his hands on Ibasuki's back and he doesn't win the ball, but just because Ibasuki is too strong, but then it spills off or whatever, and we don't have the ball, and the referee doesn't give a foul. No, because he just he sees it as it. a normal contact. He sees yeah. the normal contact, and I just it was like it was the exact same thing. He put his hands on his shoulder. Uh, just I don't know. It was it's, it was frustrating that one, but we probably weren't good enough to win it in anyway overall. But yeah, stuff but, like that just really doesn't help. No, nah, because you get a goal at that moment, and who knows what happens next? Because yeah, your, momen- your momentum's up and about, and and we do have genuine attacking threats. You know, if yeah. the play is focused on Goodwin, that is when Halloran comes into the game, and that's why I don't mind him kind of drifting in and out of passages because I think we do utilize Goodwin so much, so the play is down the left hand side more often than not. Yeah, and that it brings up his um, that's where he is his most ruthless, I think. But it has to be all clicking. And when just not there yet, it's very early. It's two games in. 
even I like I thought the Dwight York criticism of Azani was a bit much for the first game of the season, but obviously worked a treat. So maybe Carl well, needs he to was, throw no, some he was, tough love. Yeah, I don't know if it was harsh. I think he was because he was asked about whether Arzani had shown enough to be able to go to the World Cup, not whether he'd shown enough for MacArthur. Mm-hmm. And Dwight York was pretty much like he's, you know, he's gonna want to do better. Yeah. Um, I don't see a problem with that. I thought it was pretty good, and Arzani responded. Well, I don't, he cops a lot of hate, this guy. In Australia, we seem to throw a lot of hate on players where they, it's probably undeserved, where, like, through no fault of their own, like, people just assume someone sucks and then they're not willing to forgive anything. It's just mm-hmm. like, I saw this guy play once, he did something shit, and now I think he sucks and I'll never like him again. And Azani has shown plenty in the A-League in his first in, and he's shown enough in his, you know, since he's been back so that he can play. So hopefully yeah. he can get back to, you know, I don't know. He's never going to be the, the wonder kid that everyone thought was going to over, over to tame the Premier League again. But mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a handy handy A-League player and I think he'll have a very strong, successful career here where he, he could end up drifting in and out of Asia like a lot of other guys do. Yeah, definitely. He can go there for a couple of seasons, make some bank, come back. I get like massive Tommy Orr vibes from him. Because he's, you know, Tommy and Alzani both were given yep. the next cure moniker, which is like just, it's the kiss of death in this country. It is, isn't it? So, yeah. Like, I've got no qualms with him at all. It, I think part of the Alzani thing was the media manufactured the hype as well. And so they sold an yep. untapped product, a little bit like what's going on with Garan Qual at the moment. So we just, I just don't want to see another young talent chewed up, spat out. But it would be a great redemption story for him. He was good in the Olympics, Azani, as well. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. So I um, think he's got international credentials, and I wouldn't be displeased to see him in the you know the thirty or forty squad that they announced initially, or whatever it is. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, quickly, we'll we'll just do a little quickly. Uh, I just we had to look up that we're playing Sydney this week. I couldn't think of it. My my brain is just completely set on that first home game. I just can't wait to be at High Marsh again watching Adelaide United. So, um, but yeah, we before that we do have Sydney away this week. Uh, this is going to be real tough, isn't it? Because Sydney, uh, Sydney looked decent. Sydney, they've recruited well. They, yeah. you know, they usually do, and they haven't in the past couple of seasons. It just hasn't gone right for them one way or another. But yeah. you know, Robert Max scored two weeks in a row. Joe Lolly scores a really nice finish. So you got guys that if you give them not even heaps of A-League time, just like normal time for guys that come out of England and stuff like that, Europe. Um, they're they're, they're going to hit it. And they've got the technical ability to score decent goals. And yeah, we could be in trouble. I could see both yeah. of them scoring. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, I didn't mind seeing Western United go down to them again, though, this week. So Bloody good. They've started well, haven't they? Every time Western United lose, I just get a little bit happier. Even if it's to Sydney or Melbourne Victory or Melbourne City, I just uh, we all know how I feel. If you want to go back and listen to go back through our Red Edition pods or our our Adelaide United pods, <laughs> listen to us rave on about how much we hate Western United. Christ. There is a there is a long recorded history of us, you know, not complete base- complete slander. Oh yeah, I was going to say baselessly. It's not baseless. Not but baseless. Fuck them. It's definitely a slanderous <laughs> objection. Um, get, a, just- get a ground. Get a better name. Get some fans. Did you see the attendances on the the day that MacArthur and Western United hosted Adelaide and Sydney? I did not. 3,200 for MacArthur, 
3,400 for Western United. That is, they are both gross. The project is working, Sam. Adelaide will get more we'll than get those more two than combined that. at our first home game, won't we? <laughs> yeah, definitely. You'd think. Definitely. Like, yeah, that's really poor. Um, we'll go close to selling it out in the next home game when victory comes too. So, just before we finish off, do you want to quickly mention Cumdog? Hell yeah! What his delicious goal that was unfortunately ruled out because of the ridiculousness of <laughs> far and offside. There was that, and then he went and got one anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's a bloody good player, man. He scored almost 10 goals last season in half a season. And yeah, he is banging on the door to go to Qatar. Yep. Get him to Qatar. That was just going to be in my note. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Cap the yeah. cum dog. Now he's there. Fucking put him on the plane. Cap the cum dog. Let the cum dog score and get him on the, get the cum dog on the plane. Yeah. And let the cum dog loose in Qatar. Oh, isn't it going to be great? <laughs> yeah. All right. We might wrap it there this week. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we will. Oh, uh, just the Melbourne victory West Sydney game was Decent as well. I thought it was a good contest. Low in goals, um, but the crowd was good. Atmosphere was good. And it looked like a fixture that meant something. And so often in the A-League, I watch games and it just looks like it doesn't mean anything. So it was fun to watch. Okay. Thank, thanks for that. The, well done. Good comment. It's, it's a little bit uplifting to end to end the yeah, A-League all edition. Right, yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. Cool. Check us out. We've got uh, the weekly pod is up as well. Episode 82 is out. Um, go back. If you go on Spotify and Apple, you can find all the pods going all the way back. Um, have a listen. Get on the social medias. Check it out. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.